Welcome to another episode of Wood a Panther Killer Raccoon in the Wild. Season 2. The show we still haven't pitched to TV. The podcast game show where two friends argue about the third most burning and sometimes pointless questions in order to get a much needed point in our season long contest. In some rounds, the two answerers don't always get to choose which side of an argument they're fighting for, which leads to some quick thinking and often has them mainly persuading themselves, but more importantly, the questioner to believe in what they say. In other rounds, the answerers get a more open question where they can be far more creative with their choices, but they only get a short amount of time, and whatever they say first, they must stick with. No takebacks. Our special round this season is Reversal. The questioner will pose an open question, but the answerers will be choosing each other's answers. Ideally something they really hate or know very little about, which will lead to some very creative thinking. That's the game. Good job, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Right, boys, we're back. Episode 8. Yes. Of Wood a Panther, Killer Raccoon in the Wild, Season 2. It's all gone a bit strange this time. We're actually recording at Dan's house for the first time ever. We largely record at my house. We've done a we've done a session at Kirk's, and now we're popping Dan's recording cherry. Um, how you feeling about that, Dan? Uh, a bit sore. A bit sore. How do you, Kirk? How do you feel that we are sat mere meters away from the arsonist tortoise? I know. <laughs> the first thing I did when I came in the house, I went straight past them. Went, Where are they? <laughs> Where are the flaming tortoise? <laughs> Tort tortoise. Tortoises. 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 Right. So, um, before we get into the game and we talk about how I am storming this, what can I say? Um, I thought I'd like to just briefly talk about everyone's favourite madman billionaire. So, I feel like we need like a segment because we talk about Elon Musk so much. So, I'm I'm calling this Minute of Musk. Okay. Um, or Musky Minute, you pig. Did you chaps hear the uh, slightly sad news today? Slightly sad news. Oh, that slightly sad news you told me in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah about I, t- I, told, I told you. Don't part the kimono like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early in the day. Um, so, Kirk, for you, my friend, um, SpaceX did a rocket launch today. Okay. And it blew up. There's no oh, one. On, there's no one on board. It was just test. Flight, okay. Test, test flight. No dramas. But the best bit about it, and this is the reason why I wanted to bring it up, was SpaceX's statement afterwards. There's a really cool video online of watching it go. Pow! But Space, SpaceX said, after a successful launch, it experienced an a un unintended disassembly. <laughs> like it's an Ikea chair Yeah and it's like Disassembly is probably not the, Oh sorry It was unscheduled Disassembly yeah. <laughs> It's like Disassembly is not Like disassembly Almost makes it sound like It can go back together It's not the word No But so I have search I've decided The next time I have An emotional breakdown It's not An emotional breakdown It's in fact An unintended disassembly Of my mental health mm. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so there you go. That's that's uh, the Musk minute for today. Um, also, boys, we are. Do you know that? Do you know what today is? It's the weed day. It's four twenty. Four twenty. Yeah. None of us. No. <laughs> no. But I just thought I'd mention it while we're recording because this is probably going to like 
based on when we're planning. Like this will probably be like what late June. This by is the our, time this is comes. our Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> this will be late June by the time it comes to the people. So, yeah. um, yeah, you never know. We might have season three finished by Christmas as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so happy Weed Day. Mm. Happy Weed Day. Happy Weed Day. Mm. Right. Miracle Grow. <clears throat> yep. Episode eight. The scores, chaps. On the doors. On the doors. Dan, what you want, baby? Six. Kirk, what you want, buddy? Tied for six. Oh, wait, so what, what, what am I on? Oh, that's right, I'm on fucking nine. Yeah, boys. We just read it upside down. Swish, swish, mm. suck my woolly. Kirk, do you want to make a pack? That we just, <laughs> just don't give him any points. That's it. We don't like this. We don't like this side of it. No, no. I promise. I'll, I'll, I'll stop rubbing it in there. It's just, yeah. I'm just, just excited. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, based on what we did last time, I believe that Dan, you are kicking us off for episode eight with our closed question. Would you rather? Every time you laugh. You pee uncontrollably for one minute every time you laugh. One minute of peeing. Uh, or every week, twice a week, uh, you will randomly freeze for an hour. Uh, it won't happen while you're sleeping. The week starts on Monday, ends on Sunday. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, James, as you're uh, in the lead, heads or tails? Tails. And um, what's he getting if he gets tails? Uh, he'll get pee. P for tails. Yeah. It is tails. Okay. Okay. P when you laugh. Freeze. For an hour <clears throat> a week. Yeah. Define laugh. Two, twice a week <clears throat> for an hour. Could be any time. Apart from when you're asleep. Define laugh. Uh, if it's fake, it doesn't count. But if you genuinely find something funny and you start laughing. Yeah, but what I'm talking about like is like a... Is like a, like a <clears throat> nah. Okay. Probably uh, belly laugh. No, that's fine then. Yeah, I. Uh, so, I don't know. But do you, do you ever play the game at school when you were kids? I am your friend, but I just can't smile at you. No, no. But I, I can get the premise from the title. So, uh, the whole the whole premise of this game from the title <laughs> is like you were just. It was like you you kind of go around the class almost. You'd be sat in a circle or something like talking like reception year one, and like the person either side of you. And then I would have to say, I am your friend, but I just can't smile at you. And then you'd have like 30 seconds to try and make me smile. Okay. Like, and you could do what you like other than obviously like tickling and uh-huh. uh, I fucking won that game so much. <laughs> like I, if I'm really concentrating, I, I can be fucking poker face for days, mate. Yeah, so, but that, that require you to concentrate all the time. Yeah. What about the unexpected, um, once just come out of nowhere then you just got to roll with it (laughs) (laughs) like what about like so what about if i laugh for a minute and one second does it then give me no 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 no. (laughs) like so just laugh at yourself as well just be like yeah bladder problems sorry lads like loads of people live with incontinence right (laughs) (laughs) anything james is is the friends that we have yeah once they find this out about you, endless attempts at oh, making you laugh. Hundred percent. Endless. Adult nappies. You can't watch memes. No. 
Yeah, I mean, at least not in public. You yeah, can no. sit on the toilet. I'll sit on the toilet while I'm scrolling TikTok. I already do that anyway. Really, <laughs> I'd like to know where the urine comes from. Like after a while, like if I've just <laughs> like because if I've just yeah. been for a piss, like I've just been for a piss, and then like someone makes me laugh with my shooting dust. Listen, we're in magic world here. Like, okay, you fair got enough. fair enough. You got to know this by endless, now. Endless, endless amount of urine. Nothing happens per chance. Like. Yeah. <laughs> now, so like I'm very much. I'm very much like I could be Stonewall if I wanted, but adult nappies, people live with it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the strong thing with mine is I would obviously tell everybody that I I have this condition. Yeah, there'll be some sucky bits about it. I probably won't be able to drive. That'd be you know pretty pretty dangerous. However, if I'm in a really boring meeting and I don't want to be there, and everyone knows about my condition, then off I go. Sorry, guys, I'm I'm done. You don't get to choose. Are you just pretending? <laughs> exactly. I will pretend. I'll do it as many times but, a week as I need to. But what? You, so are you not telling wh- whoever that it's limited to twice a week? Yeah, I don't tell them that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens twice a week, and sometimes it's genuine. And other times I'm like, oh, this meeting sucks. Yeah, and you can commit to that for an hour. I'll just fall off the chair. I'm how fucking M- funny? things are online. How fucking funny would it be? I suppose you don't have to tell them it's an hour either, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how fucking funny would it be? We're at a game day. Kirk's there as a sub. Right, Kirk, get in. And he goes, yeah, hey, down, set. Well, he just doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's going to fucking drag him off the field. It'd be even worse <laughs> if he was on defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just someone runs straight past him. <laughs> He's just stood there. Wouldn't be the first time, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, because the week starts on a Monday, there's a good chance that the two times will happen before Saturday. Yeah, that's true. You'd also yeah. be shitting Quite yourself though, if you'd only had the one. Yeah, if you had the... You wake up on Saturday morning and, and you haven't you had either. Had one. Well, that's, that's a good point though, because then, then I know it's going to happen. If it's Sunday and it hasn't happened yet, like twice I'm just going to write the day off and be like, okay, I know it's going to happen today. Yeah. Can hours. it happen like one after the other? So could you have two hours? It could, it could be. A, it's random. No, that'd be a day to rejoice, wouldn't it? Imagine, imagine what your alarm goes off, you wake up and freeze, and you just can't turn your alarm off. (laughs) What's his state of consciousness? He can see, so he can't move his eyes, but he can see what's going on. So it's like full, Uh full. So I can still experience things. Yeah. In that case, I'm going to go to Alton Towers, spend all day on the best ride until I freeze and go. I can't. I can't get off now. (laughs) And just keep going around. It's fantastic. Like man's on oblivion. Like right, sir, off you get. (laughs) <laughs> we can't move him. Just keep him strapped in, boys. Yeah. Right, he's going for another one. <laughs> Freezing the queue. <laughs> People minute. are just walking around. You've just waited an hour for a five-minute queue. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't be able to drive. That's true. Uh, yeah. Um, you would, but only after the two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That's like true. what? So the police are going to pull him over and go? Excuse me, sir. Have you uh, frozen twice this week yet? <laughs> Yeah, here's my frozen card. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. That's what we say to the police. Just let it go, mate. Let me go. <laughs> let me go. Uh, please won't know. Sir, you froze and collided into a school. Um, See, now I if, don't if, think. If we're in the same room and I freeze, I find. I think James is going to find that funny. So whenever my thing happens, his so does his. Basically, you'll just pee on him. Basically, because yeah, he can't run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> hope, you, hope you like water sports, Kurt. Um, I think what you've basically done is you've basically just said, "What would you prefer to have when you're old?" 
basically basically this is old folks home right either kirk's going to be twice a week he's going to be sat there in in the old folks home watch like i'm going to be sat next to him we're going to be watching a fucking documentary or something and and he's just going to go and he's going to be stuck and i'll be like oh kirk's frozen again and then like someone will make a racist joke because all old people are racist Mm. and i'll be like ha But in an old folks' home, it's okay because all the furniture's covered in plastic. <laughs> so that's, that's the answer. We'll just live in assisted living. Yep. Nice. So either's fine. Solved. Either's <laughs> fine. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm really, I, you know, we've always, we say it a lot on this show. Whenever we get something, we can always think of the bad things. And that's all I'm thinking right now is how bad is mine? Yeah. <laughs> Don't think of how bad it is uh, at the same time. Um, I mean, I mean you, you can't go to comedy shows. That's, 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 that's a given. I don't really anyway. But you, you and I just wear a nappy. Just wear a nappy. Everything. Wear a nappy. I wouldn't even need to go to the toilet for a shit then. You could just like stand in a wheelie bin uh, <laughs> while we record the podcast. Just get fucking wheelie <laughs> 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 Just imagine how frustrating it would be if you were like waiting for something. It was like, you know, a moment of your life. Like... You know, argument's sake, you know, you've, we've won the National Podcast Award or something like that, you know. We've won Listener's Choice for UK Podcast Awards, which is a real thing, which you can vote for us in. <laughs> we won't get many votes. Get started early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it. And we're like, that's it. Ready? Oh, would a Panthers won? Fucking yes. And we stand up, me and Dan stand up. We're like, high five. And you're there. <laughs> like, like fucking, and you're there like, come on, Kirk, come on. We'll go. We're going to go and accept our award. You should do it. Cause you do all the editing and you're just there. <laughs> oh no, that, that would be, that would be awful. Yeah. Imagine if someone made you laugh on stage. Nappy. Nappy, just nappy. Now, one thing though. Diaper. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack this with a positive, which is, I'm going gonna, gonna to turn it around. So, you know those times you just really, I, I get it all the time, I just really struggle to pee sometimes. I, I know I need to go, it's like before bed or something, I, I know I should pee, I'm going to struggle. You can just do a quick laugh to yourself, and then off you go. However, how unsatisfying will, will a pee become really quickly? If you just wake up every day and go, ha, 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 go, and then get on with your life. I've got to be perfectly honest. I feel like there's better pleasures in life than going there for is, a piss. There is, but sometimes, like, like if, that's if you've been case, holding it for a while. Yeah, but I wouldn't need to worry about that. I'll just have a wank. <laughs> God's sake. Kurt's potentially wheelchair bound from it, like in a sense, because anywhere he goes, he's at risk. I like the idea that um, he defies physics when he freezes. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, so like, if he's mid jump, he just stays there. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't have to worry about like falling over or anything. No, I don't think he'd fall over, but I think he'd be fully like. I tell you what, I'd be terrified to cross the road. Yeah, hundred percent. Underpasses only. Yeah. <laughs> Working out ways I can do that. Even like like so or you can't... really psych yourself up. Like here we go. <laughs> so here's something. You got no car. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to use public transport. Yeah. You're on the bus, you're on the train, like you're on the tube in London. We've you're all about been... to step off at your stop. <laughs> oh no. And you're stuck there for an hour. You're just carrying on right. And you know, on the tube, you know, if you, if you go through a different zone, it'll charge you more as well. Yeah. So if you end up stuck in fucking, if you've gone from like fucking Kensington to, 
Alabama, they'll charge you. <laughs> I'd like to see them try and charge me if I'm frozen, though. Will you still be on the train? Yeah. But if I do a full loop, how are they going to know if I've gone through? Well, no, because uh, by the time, like, there's no guarantee that you'll have, you could have been on it for an hour. You're late for work, and now you've uh, got to. Fun- yeah, I'm late for work, but they're not. If I, if I still you don't have to. You don't, you don't have to get out. At yeah, the, if I get off at the, the right station, thing. no one's going to know. What about the bus? The bus dr- bus drivers will kick you out. Yeah, they will. They need, they need to go on a bus. And if oh, you're if frozen, and if you're on like a National <laughs> Express, he can't be moved. If you're on like a train. If it if the train terminates, like if you're yes. like I'm going from Coventry to Birmingham, oh this train terminates at Euston, and you end up fucking at Euston, and there's like just the trains, all the lights have been turned off and it's parked up in in a fucking store. Like oh well, we can't move him. We can go back to Birmingham in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out that carriage is going to Scotland. <laughs> I I think yes, <laughs> yes. Not being able. To, I think yes. I think yes. Not being not being able to laugh without peeing would be an inconvenience, but it's not potentially life threatening. Mm. Whereas freezing in the middle of crossing the street, um, being stuck on trans public transport, so you end up somewhere that you have no idea where you're supposed to be or where you are. I mean, <clears throat> what happens if there's a fucking emergency, like fire? Like at work, there's a fire. Crispy. <laughs> what happens if Dan's tortoise set fire to the house right now? And I'm frozen. And you froze. We'd have to wheel it. Oh, there's no wheels on that chair. <laughs> there you go. You'll have to carry me, I guess. And you'll find it really funny and probably pee your way out the door. I'll put the fire out. You can put the Just fire out. Laugh. You could join his radiator. <laughs> I just. I truly, truly believe Kirk is fucked. <laughs> to be honest, his his one comes under like a mild in control. Yeah, and and it's like a just don't laugh. Yeah. Mine is just random. Like it's, there's there's no. This is just like his there. question. Now he had this question last season, didn't he? Where it was like I got the one that was like you just randomly go limp. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, <laughs> mine was the floor thing, right? Yeah. Was that, was, yeah. That, that question? You're yeah. just deaf. <laughs> mute. No, mute. mute. And it oh, was like, mute. Yeah. and it's like, we've got it on the other way around now. It's like, I've got the mild inconvenience. You've got the life threatening condition. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all one for one, really. It's all, yeah. it's all in the flip of the coin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I've kind of made my decision. Go on then. Uh, so at first I kind of wanted to make it based on what I would have. Yeah. Uh, but then I feel like I had more fun talking about Kirk's one. Oh, collusion. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how, how I want to like swing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would stand by your question was, would you rather? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, that is fair. He actually said the words, would you rather? Yeah. yeah. So I would probably rather, based on our discussion, pee myself. Fair enough. Does that mean I get the point? You do get the point. Woo! <laughs> Fantastic news. Fant- you just got, the coin was not on your side. The coin was not in your <laughs> no, favour. It was not. Um, so, at the end of round one, that's ten points for me and six for you two, yeah? Yeah. Right. Not collusion. <laughs> hey, you never shook on it. You can shake on it now if you like. But... <laughs> but now I now one of you has to get a step closer because yeah. it's my question. Mm. Yeah, one of us gets to pull ahead. <clears throat> right. Oh, this is quite. Uh, this could be quite an interesting one, chaps, gentlemen. 
I want you to do your best to convince me of a conspiracy theory. It can be a real one, or it, you can make up your own. I don't know. I, but I want the, the person who gets the point will be the most convincing conspiracy. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, p- pigeons and seagulls are in a constant turf war. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So don't. So uh, oh. that's. So your conspiracy theory is that there is an ongoing war yeah. between pigeons and seagulls yeah. over territory. Over territory. Yeah. Kirk, do you have one? <laughs> um. I just get yours so quickly. <laughs> so, so while, while Kirk's thinking, we'll go on a sidebar, yeah. Dan. <clears throat> yeah, I've got I've got a follow up question for you. That just it was somebody um, commented it to me on Reddit when I asked like any questions, mm. um, and I thought it doesn't really fit our format. But you've just like proper made it click for me. How many pigeons or seagulls would have to turn up at your house daily? Before you start to suspect somebody was putting them there on purpose, uh, that's a good question. Because I saw like eight out there the other day. <laughs> if it was seagulls, it'd be about three because I never see them. Seagulls are really common around here, even though we're far. From yeah, but the they never come like yeah, yeah, to the house, like into the yeah. garden. Whereas pigeons, you have like two or three in the garden at once. <laughs> so maybe like maybe like twenty odd pigeons would. I have less than that, fifteen ish. <laughs> I think so you're saying if you if you like looked out your window one day went 15 pigeons but that's fucking or, that's a lot of I, pigeons I don't know I'd probably start assuming that someone had got a bunch of pet pigeons because <laughs> on the so like like the back garden neighbours yeah. my grandparents have a shed full of pigeons yeah Um. I don't know if they still do but when I was growing up and whenever I was there they'd let them all out and they'd just fly circles around the around like the block of houses <laughs> yeah and uh, they'd all land on a roof somewhere and then about 10, 15 minutes later, they'll go back in the shed. And I just remember that there was loads of them, like good 40 odd pigeons. So I could have, sh- I'd probably end up, it'd probably be a lot more than 20. I just, I just see dad like looking at, that's a fucking lot of pigeons. The next day he's like, same amount of pigeons. Yeah. If they all started landing in my garden, it'd probably take, you know. <laughs> like just imagine them sitting on your washing line. Well, yeah. I'll start to wonder. Maybe it's all right. Well, I tell you, what, 10. I tell you what. <laughs> Audience, go to our or to, go to our website and use the submit a question page to tell us how many pigeons or seagulls would need to appear in your home daily before you start to get suspicious. Wait, it's three seagulls and, and more than ten pigeons. <laughs> like if it was just ten, I'd be kind of like, well, you know, there were eight, two more. What's that? So then consistently more than that, I'd be like, well. <laughs> so Kurt, do you have a conspiracy theory for us? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Okay. What's your conspiracy theory? I I think that uh, colours are not factual; they're subjective. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I feel like I feel like Kirk, as you've taken a bit longer to yeah. think of it, I want you to kind of start for me. So. Sure. So I think with human nature, obviously we have differences, but a lot of the things we do are very much the same. So the fact that we have different favourite colours says to me that actually. I think we all like the same color if it was put in the same place on a, on a neutral playing field. But I think that we see colors differently. For some of us, it's, it's shades we see differently. 
For others, I think it's complete opposites. So say, for example, when somebody thinks that they have a red car when it's clearly orange. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> is, is that, is Shout that out previous no, guest that's member. That's colorblindness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, okay, so but we would never know because if someone says this is red, and in their world it is red, and in our world it is red. Yeah. So you're so you're kind of going along the lines of like the color that I see when I see green mm-hmm. might not. Although we both call it green, yep. we it's might yeah. it, like. For example, my green might be your red. Yes. And I think I can back this up as well, because those that suffer from synesthesia, they often say um, different colors for, for different notes and chords and sounds. Why is that, if it's the same condition? Interesting. Interesting. So, Dan? That is very interesting. Opening statement? Uh, pigeons and seagulls, right? Yeah. In a constant battle for territory. <laughs> Um, pigeons predominantly are seen in in a city. Yep. Um, whereas whereas seagulls are more outer, yep. outer fields and 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 at the beach. Um, they want a bit of each other's territory. Seagulls are jealous of the pigeons' food, while the <laughs> pigeons are jealous <laughs> of, of of the ocean and the yeah. fucking of the seaside. Yeah, they want a bit of sun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and why the fuck just, are they in Coventry? I just yeah. see these pigeons sat on top of a fucking. Well, that's their home. They've that's their territory. I just, Within yeah. the pigeon community as well, there's like separate gangs of mafias. <laughs> yeah. um, I've just got this image of pigeons sat on top of like skyscrapers, going, "Fucking look at them with their fucking piers yeah. and their fucking <laughs> fucking boats, <laughs> like, oh. fish and chips." <laughs> Do you know how much I'd fucking kill just to go for a paddle in the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> um, crows are mercenaries, so they they get paid off by whoever's the highest bidder. So, what are the magpies? Yeah, bandits. <laughs> they'll uh, they'll just roll by the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so are the pigeons like the kind of urban warfare specialists? Yeah, and the seagulls so, are like the navy seals. Yeah, the so navy the pigeons pigeons are a lot more. Um, like agile and they can go through like yeah. more spaces and that they close quarters close quarters whereas seagulls are like the bombers yeah um <laughs> yes in, in, in many ways right now <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's like it's like a pigeon's like a, an x-wing well, flying through the trench yeah i then... was thinking i wasn't thinking star wars but kind of yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like, it was more like the, the pigeons are like spitfires and, yeah and, and then the, like the b-52 like the, yeah <laughs> yeah and so is, is uh, that why whenever you go to the beach and the seagulls start, you just hear da 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 They sound like TIE fighters. <laughs> <laughs> going down the beach. Yeah. And like you go up to like Hersel Common every every week or so, there'll be a, either loads of seagulls or loads of pigeons. Ah, yeah, Whoever's so won the, the battle most recently. So is that, so is there like various battles? It's not wrong. Yeah. Is there like various battlegrounds? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they fight for territories. Obviously, they're not as advanced as humans. So yeah. if you go back like to when we were like, less advanced, yeah. we had battlefields, didn't we? Yeah, like yeah. the Battle of Hastings, uh-huh. like the Battle of Kirk. <laughs> yeah, so whoever's, whoever's occupying Hersel Common is, is owns Elsdon. They're <laughs> just tagging it. And then like, if you go to like, War Memorial... Why have I just got this image of like the fucking pigeons all stood in a line with one of them with half blue on his face going, they might, t- they might take the common, but they'll never take our freedom. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, there's something going on out there. So the thing is, Dan, is I'm, I'm, so here's, <laughs> here's what I've got to go with first. Kirk. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I agree. I, 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 I believe that you're probably onto something. I also don't believe you invented that because I've heard it before. And I never said that you had to invent no. something, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh-huh. And we will come back to it. Okay. Dan. <laughs> I've never heard it, but it makes so much fucking sense. Listen. Did you make that up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, pause for time. If you want a bit of honesty, me and Lauren made it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Kirk. Yes, James. What evidence do you have to show? Because Dan's just provided us with evidence using Hersel Common as the battleground. Uh-huh. <laughs> Historical evidence. <laughs> like the, the battle of Hersel Common. Yeah. For, by for, for those who are not from Coventry, Hersel Common is literally a field. No, it's a piece of common ground. It's like just a... a it's a field. A <laughs> pile of grass in the middle of a city. Yeah. Like you couldn't justify calling it a park. No. In fact, I was kind of going with the whole synesthesia is my evidence. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the the idea that someone says E minor is blue, but someone else says E minor is red, I believe that is the same colour. Okay. What colour do you think E minor is? Purple. <laughs> Mr. Compromise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't So I don't so with it. that with that condition, I have heard of it, but I'm not <laughs> up to speed. Do the colours complement the notes in the same way that you would have like, say, a a key? Where you know, like, if you're playing in G, that you've got to use mm-hmm. certain notes. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like C. Yeah. If you're in C, on a basic principle, if yes. You, if you're in C, then you use like G, D, and A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, C, E, G. Yeah, C, E, G. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'm confusing myself because I'm not really a musician. <laughs> Is it? Does it work the same way as like you imagine? Like, so I think I think I've spoken to Lauren about this, but where you think of like like a school subject and it, like you think of a color to do with it. No, not Is it similar to mm, that. Really. Like no, the, I associate like blue with maths and green, see, with, okay, and green with science. Maybe so, I'm the same kind of. So it, I have a question for you on that. Is that because of the color of your exercise book at school? Because, no, because I have different colored ones. See, I, if I was to like, that, that was just from now, like being like maths is blue, science is green. History see, I, is yellow to me. See, I always thought history of yellow History was yellow, like green. because I always, I always remember having a yellow, uh-huh. like yellow. I don't think I had a yellow exercise book every year, but I distinctly remember a yellow. I remember exercise. having a yellow exercise book, but I don't think it was history. I think I had purple for history. Oh, I had purple for RE. I rem- the only one I, I remember, I RE, RE is purple to me. The only definitive one I remember is red for English, and I I associate red with English. See, I, or English with red. See, I had bl- I had it the other way around: blue for English, red for maths. Anyway, like yeah, I, I guess on a similar vein to that, um, in, in a way that it's personal in some way. Um, but obviously, Ian, who you know, yeah. and you've, you've met before as well, mm. he has synesthesia. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and uh, I know another girl as well who has synesthesia, and the way they describe it is very different, but achieves the same thing. Some people see little flashes, some people see little sparks, some people imagine the world around them just shaded slightly in that color. Um, so it's not like the holophone from. So they've just got like a filter over them. Kind of. Change the hue and saturation. Kind of. There's some kind of filter there that 
And but and, and even shades, like certain keys might one might one might be a darker blue, one might be a lighter blue on a different note. Mm. Um but yeah, but the, the the fact that certain notes trigger certain things and they're different colours for other people just says to me they're seeing the same colour. It's just they're calling it a different name. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. How common is that? Synesthesia. I did know. I did. I, I did know the fact. And how can one. you prove that they have it? Because they usually have perfect pitch. Okay. So Do if you, someone says, "Don't you have perfect pitch?" Yeah, I, kind of. But I, I've really worked at it. Like it, it's every day singing the same note over and over again until until I get it and it, it goes in. But with with people like Ian, because um, we went to university together. And uh, I think our lecturer just like played like a really complicated chord one day and Ian just said what it was um, because he saw on a basic level colors that sort of lined up with that chord. And it was like an insane diminished extra note chord that no one could guess unless you were like super, super perfect pitch. So there definitely is proof there. I hate those kind of chords because they just, they don't go with anything. (laughs) Like, have you ever had, like, you, someone's like, oh, I'm going to play a G-flat seventh diminished, and you're like, eh, and you're like, that sounds shit. <laughs> it's all in context. It's usually a passing chord. <laughs> it's literally, someone's like, do, 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 eh, do, 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 Fuck off. But for some people, that uh, is a colour. And the point I'm trying to make is I think it's the same colour as someone else would see. It's brown. <laughs> <laughs> brown notes. Is that, yeah, is that where brown note comes from? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'd like to think as well, like, behind... Like, we're, going, we're going there again, guys. Nazis, right? They, they went for red. Okay? <laughs> okay. No, this doesn't. This, this, they, they went for red as their armband colour. Because um, it contrasts with a lot of colours, it's really aggressive. But I think everyone's red is different, and I think we have a different aggressive colour. Well, there's, there was a scientific research that did. Uh, if you're on the red team, you're more likely to win. Really? If oh. it's uh, well, okay, only if it's like sport or like fighting games or anything like that. Whereas if it's like doing puzzles and strategic stuff, it's blue. Well, it's it's a bit like, have you seen those things where it's like, what kind of learner are you? And it's like, yeah. oh, you're a red learner or a green learner or a blue learner. And it's like, like blue people tend to be more creative and red people tend to be more like factual. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and like, it's all just categorization, but it's very interesting that yeah. people pick those, you know, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's it's interesting because, as you say, red is largely associated with aggression. Mm-hmm. Blue with calm. calm, and then, like, green is positivity. Mm. But how interesting would it be is if, if science could allow you to look through someone else's eyes and you saw that their red was actually purple? That'd be wild. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. See, it's interesting because the I guess the thing comes down to where does where does that happen? Because obviously, in terms of color, color is defined by a wavelength, right? Mm-hmm. It's within visible light, and it's a particular section of visible light. Yeah. So, is it just that our brain fucks it up differently? Yeah, it'd be how you perceive it. Because mm, like they'd all still like. So my wall would still reflect those that light. Yeah, but the way our brains perceive it would be different mm. from each other. And that, and that is interesting because obviously that does take into account people's like subtle differences in some cases where it's like, 
you know, oh yeah, I really like that color. Mm, no, I'm not too sure. Oh. Yeah. Versus like the I guess the other thing though is like <clears throat> we everyone get, has the same favorite color basically. We get taught <laughs> they just look different. No, but we get taught like well, they look the same, but we call them different. Yeah. We get taught that like colors complement each other, don't we? Like, you know, people think yeah. I mean, black, you look at a hue wheel. Yeah. Yeah, like, mm. you know, <clears throat> you purple and pink or whatever and then people go oh yes those two colors yeah but i'm saying that relativity stays and <laughs> scientifically, <laughs> scientifically it's still there it's just other people are shifting yeah different parts of that wheel yeah interesting mm. dan do you want to give us some more detail on the turf war before yeah, we go what, into what final- color are your seagulls <laughs> who knows before we go into, into the final the, the final decision uh, have you seen this goes into the mafia part of the pigeons right have you seen you know the commentary market yeah there's a um, all kinds of everything if you're walking past something for everyone if you're walking from Ikea um, <laughs> past where Iceland was yeah uh, and you've got like the ramp up into it yeah if you look above that ramp there's like a pigeon <laughs> that's dead <laughs> on one of the spikes and he's kind of sprayed out Oh, so it looks like he's been like mounted oh, no. <laughs> like um, it's a warning and there's a little hole underneath him and it's almost like a threat <laughs> it's like if you like perceive them that's why pigeons have no feet if they if they get into debt with the mafia they chop the toes off <laughs> you lose a finger right okay so right don't get in debt to the mafia bosses <laughs> you're a pigeon. there's a war out there right. and uh, the mafia pigeons are profiting off it Nice. I just got this image of them like trying to sell illicit birds. <laughs> <laughs> like you know how like but how what? like mafiosos are like yeah. buy some mealworms. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather pigeons <laughs> sitting there on a pile. Of- if they control the town, why do they fly into windows? They've got to keep up the illusion. The magpies must be police, right? No, no, because they're, <laughs> they're, they're black and thieves. white. They're thieves. They're the thieves. Yeah. So who are the police? No, there's no there's, it's chaos. It's chaos. Anarchy. <laughs> Is it not falcons? Like or like, yeah. yeah, like the birds that hunt. <laughs> yeah, wardens. They're the wardens. They're, they're like, just like fucking swooping in. Kites like. and... <laughs> they stay away from the city because they're being paid off by the pigeons. <laughs> yeah. It's like an eagle, a sergeant, and yeah. then it goes down from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Inspector. And you've got like falcons, uh, quick response units. <laughs> The geese and the dogs. <laughs> right. Okay. Ostrich is a heavy artillery. But right. So um, bird wars coming. Soon. Yeah. If anybody, if anybody wants to get in touch, if, if anybody wants to get in touch, who has some video game development and would like to partner with us on um, on Grand Theft Avian. <laughs> Um, Grand That's the title of the podcast there. Grand Theft um, We are willing to, We are willing to license that If needed um, Right I think chaps I am going to give it to Dan You both did really well Kirk I really liked yours And you know what I actually believe it And almost It was It was like A little bit of a A downside for you yeah, it was less of was, a conspiracy. Was it was less of a conspiracy? It didn't seem too too. I guess yeah. Whereas Dan- I was influenced by all the colours of this washing over here. Whereas like <laughs> Dan just spat it out, and I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, what? And then I was like, my mind's been blown and now I'm ready to get the fucking tinfoil hat out. <laughs> you, uh, listen, listen, no, listen, listen. Everyone, just keep an eye on the birds. <laughs> You'll see. Never suspect a pigeon. Watch their behaviour. Watch never suspect a pigeon. <laughs> Watch Birdemic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well done, Dan. It was good. It was good. It was, I really enjoyed that. So at the end of round two, I am on 10. Dan has jumped into second place with seven, and Kirk is on six. I can't do anything about it now. <laughs> okay, so a big thanks to our sponsors for season two of Water Panther Killer Record in the Wild, Manuka Farm. They provide a wide range of honey-infused CBD products that help manage pain, anxiety, and sleep. And by using the code PANTHER10, you can take 10% off your first order across the site. If you're like me and you're struggling with your sleep a bit, uh, for me, what's working best is the oil gummies and the sleep spray. I've not tried the sleep spray. Yeah, and the oil uh, is really, really, it really tastes good. Tastes like honey. You wouldn't know that there's CBD in it. Um, the gummies have got a bit of a twinge, but I still really like them because they taste like taste like honey. Um, also, their skincare stuff uh, is really good. I've been using it. It's, it's top notch. Nice. And if CBD isn't your thing, well, they do just sell honey as it is. So that's Panther 10, P-A-N-T-H-E-R, 10, 1, 0, for 10% off at manukafarm.co.uk. That's Manuka, M-A-N-U-K-A, farm, P-H-A-R-M, .co.uk. Every time the Panther 10 code is used, we look really good. We don't get any money for it, or it's not an affiliate link, but it really helps us in terms of growing our podcast, and it really helps Manuka Farm grow their business. So it's a win-win for everyone. And you help yourself out with your pain, anxiety, and sleep. Yeah, give it a go. Tell them your boys sent you. And thanks to Manuka Farm for sponsoring us. Right, so, question three, reversal. R- 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 reversal. Wubba wubba. If you're only just tuning into the season now, where have you been? Uh, in, <laughs> <laughs> right? Go, go back and listen. Go back and listen to them. We're not explaining it'll, it. It'll help. We're not explaining it to you, you cretin. <laughs> Can I just make a point about that? It's like when, when I've been telling newer people about the podcast, I've been like, oh yeah, it's really good, but you have to get through like the first two episodes. Of, yeah, like, yeah, no, you no. have to watch it in line. Just be prepared for our awkward cringiness at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but that, but you can't just any TV show. Yeah, you, can't just, you can't just dive in. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. That's, that's the issue. One, do you know what? One day, maybe, maybe we should do it between season two and season three. We'll go back and we'll remaster. <laughs> we'll like get a transcript and we'll do and like... re-say a, it all. But we'll like... Crop out some of the shit. <laughs> nah, we gotta leave it. Or well, we can just make like a greatest hit, so like yeah. a condensed version. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, do like a top ten. Yeah, yeah. Like season one explained. Se- season ten. Se- <laughs> season one in in ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna have to choose an item uh, for the other person, and oh yeah, I forgot. All I'm gonna say for this this first part of the question is. You have to hold an item through a series of challenges. This is really similar to my reversal question for next episode. You have to hold it. You have to hold this item through a series of challenges. Does it have to be like... Inanimate? (laughs) No. (laughs) It can can be anything. Anything. Can you you put like an effect on it? For example, if you pick like an electronic device, it has to be on. Oh, I see. Um, Which is less than what I was thinking. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna be, do you know what? I'm, I'm let you go crazy. Do what you want. Nice. Do what you want with it. <clears throat> um. Oh God. Don't make it like super impossible, but but make it fun. But yeah, do it. I'm, I'm not gonna. You're there's gonna, no rules. 
Do you want me to go first? You go first. You're going to have a wet slice of bread. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're, that, that never dries. You're going to have... You're going to have... <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> you're going to have a fully alive and very scared jellyfish. <laughs> what kind of jellyfish? Can I have gloves? <laughs> What's what type of jellyfish? Um, type? A Portuguese man of war. Oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're dead. So I have, uh, I have the 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 death jelly, and you have wet bread. <laughs> well, I was going to go with one of those. What are they? Blue ring octopuses? And I was like, no, because you could probably just be like, I'm going to be really nice to it. <laughs> Do I get prep time? <laughs> Can I put some gloves on? So you have five challenges. Yeah. Now, now we we've touched on what we have. Dan has a man of war jellyfish. It's one of them. Can you? One can of I, them is. You can I wear it, it as a hat? <laughs> <laughs> no. Am I immune to dying? The challenge is not to eat it. Uh, James has a slice of wet bread that never dries. <laughs> it never dries, and it doesn't deteriorate. It's just okay. like wet. Like the first challenge is constant. easy. First challenge is easy. You should be all right. You got to throw it up. It must rotate <laughs> a full three sixty and. <laughs> 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 Easy, we both could do that. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> you, you, you must throw it out of the hand in an upwards motion. Yeah. It must rotate a full 360 and land back on your hand. Not not like you can't just like move your hand, it has to land perfectly in it without moving. So I have to bottle a bottle flip a jellyfish. Kind of. Do you, know what, do you know how... It's got to land in your hand like this. You can't move your hand. It's got to land in the same place. Do you place. know how big those jellyfish are? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to break his arm, let alone the sting. I mean, yeah, I think I could do that. I think it'd just be like palming a basketball, right? And yeah, just... I think yours, yours is fairly easy. Yeah. So what, what I do is I die. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of this... <laughs> I'm gonna. Pre- I'm, have, I'm gonna say the manoir hurts, but it, it hurts, kill but you. it doesn't kill yeah. me. I'd be in lots of pain. <laughs> you would. I'd be screaming <laughs> whilst yeeting a jellyfish. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think by I- the tentacle. Can I? Can I hold it by the tentacle? Yeah, sure. sure. And if I'm gonna be in pain anyway, might as well go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You get good leverage on yeah, that. Yeah, that's the way. I'd probably do it as well with the bread. Is just kind of hold it by one end and like. Let it flip. Yeah. Easy. Throw it like a card. Yeah. Very fast. <laughs> the second one is you must use it as a ruler. And I don't mean to measure something. I mean to draw a perfectly straight line. I think, I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> Wet bread is floppy. <laughs> it's floppy, but there's... Cr- there's got to be like... Do you know a, what else is floppy? It's a jellyfish. <laughs> there's crusts. There are crusts. There are, so there like, are straightish edges. Yeah. yeah so can, like, we, can we establish a size for my jellyfish? It, it, Two foot? It fits in one hand. So it's, it's a one-handed. It's a stick. it's a baby one. Yeah, just like a basketball. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe like this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Basketball size. Well, what I do is I'd hold the jelly bit tight with my fingers, and then I'd put it on the floor where I'm going to draw my line. And I'd stamp on the on the uh, tentacles. Oh, okay, yeah. Give yeah, it yeah. a good, give it a good old stretch, yeah. and draw my line. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. See, see, if I was Dan, and then measure it with batteries. If I was Dan, if I was Dan, I'd have drawn the straight line on in the sand with the jellyfish. <laughs> no, he's not using it as a ruler. He's going to use it to provide you a straight yeah, line. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me, once again, crust is my friend. Yeah. Yes, it's soggy. Crust, crust is my friend. 
Like, Any pressure you put against it, though. Yeah, but it's it's like if a, if, if my I'm if my an, tentacles are tight like a like a guitar string. I'm an engineer. I got that finesse. Gentle. <laughs> as long as it's as long as the line is has to be the length of a slice of bread. Ah, easy. <laughs> Uh, I'll also just just to reiterate. You have to hold an item through a series of hands. You have to hold it in your hand, okay? Just for this yeah. next one, you must carry a large, heavy office chair up a flight of stairs while holding your item. Ah, oh, jellyfish are pretty malleable. Yeah, that's true. So sort of just just kind of clamp it between <laughs> my hand and the yeah. chair. Yeah, I'm. I think for does me, it, it does this one be- count? That I'm sat on because I brought this downstairs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I held it by uh, the bottom. Okay. That bit, so I just hold it with one hand, yeah, and then have the jellyfish like in the other hand, cupped over the where I held it on here. <laughs> yeah, it's still in your hand. Yeah. I wouldn't even do that. I've got a bad back. I have to lift properly. But what I do is I take the arm of the chair and I'd palm the fucking wet bread and just. <laughs> You'd essentially be doing what I'm doing. It'd just be a lot easier. <laughs> I just like, but it'd be slippery. <laughs> it might be slippery. It might be mushy and horrible, and there may be some bready residue, some breadadieu on the on the end of the the crumbs. <laughs> breadadieu, isn't it? Uh-huh. Breadadieu. You're doing well. You're doing really well. Uh, next one is you must pour some lemonade into a glass with no table to help. So it's only you, right? You're just standing in an empty room. You got to pour lemonade from a two liter bottle into a glass. So you. While holding your So I've got a glass in one hand. Yep. And And there's some lemonade. There's lemonade floating in front of me because there's no table. Um, (laughs) You've been given the lemonade and then you've been told to walk in the middle of the room. Okay, so I've got lemonade under my arm like this. Okay. For the viewers watching on TV. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I would place the glass in the jellyfish. Nice. Yeah. See, we're we're thinking on the same lines. Yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I will take the large end of the glass and cut out. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then ramming it into the jellyfish, <laughs> and then you just unscrew. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even take the glass off the stick because I'm yeah. thinking about it. It's I almost, it's, it's almost like you both gone for squishy things. Like so. <laughs> before I say this last one, my my thinking was someone was gonna say something like hand grenade. Like you have to hold a hand grenade so if you let go and you, oh. and you can pull the pin. Something You've like done it that, again, right? you're like, oh, someone's going to say this? No, we're not. No. <laughs> we're just okay. ruining his question. No, 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 no. It's not ruined at all. And the reason I was laughing a minute ago is for this final question, okay? Now, the grenade would be easy with this, right? That's what I'm saying. But, you, <laughs> okay, you must kill a duck with your item. Oh, easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, admittedly, yeah. easier for you until, plot twist, I'll choke that fucking duck. With the bread. Yeah. Because, like, you have to rip up pieces of bread for them. I'll literally just pick that duck up <laughs> and ram that whole slice <laughs> down his fucking throat. <laughs> and it'll be like... <laughs> but have you ever seen me running around with a jellyfish in my hands, swinging it like a medieval flail? <laughs> this is also good. And just swiping a duck out of the air. <laughs> I'd like to see the life go out of the duck's eyes. <laughs> I'd like to see how far I can hit it. And I'll make sure <laughs> I'll make sure his duck friends are watching so they know never to go to that old man in the park again. Yeah. <laughs> They're both really funny. Yeah, home run. Uh, 
Okay, that, that's all my questions. Uh, I've got to try and pick a winner out of that. So I'm thinking about, firstly, I'm thinking about the item you chose in the first place. James, created with a manoir jellyfish. <laughs> just give them the most deadly thing in the sea. <laughs> Let's just give them that. I like that. Because, like, technically, I'd have won this whole time because Dan would just be dead. That's what I said at the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at least they don't make it impossible as well. Wait, um, hold the top. <laughs> let's not forget I'd be screaming the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the fucking duck. Chris Dan gave James wet bread. And all I was saying this whole time was, I can't wait for the duck question. So it's what you feed ducks. Um, I like the measurement one. I did like that, how you managed to use tension. You're going to get a perfectly straight line that way. Hard to get tension out of a soggy bit of bread. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat two crusts. Because there are, there are crusts. They're, they're, they're soggy crusts. They're wet as well. <laughs> like, there are crusts. We can go to the kitchen right now and soak a piece <laughs> of bread. all over again. This is the last time this happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the crusts will stay intact for me to draw a line. <laughs> we can go to the ocean right now. <laughs> <laughs> Get me a jellyfish. Got an aquarium over there. You'll be all right. I'll just use one of them fish. Put a little wig on it. <laughs> you both did the same thing for the, the office chair and the lemonade. Uh, that, was, that was interesting. Um... <laughs> just, just, anyone walks in on you cut a hole in a piece of bread uh, I've got to pour the lemonade uh, this one's actually really difficult I want to say I want to say James for, for comedy reasons but I am going to say Dan because oh, okay. he did turn a deadly jellyfish situation and managed to do something with it. So no. I'll give that to Dan. No, yep. 100%. I really thought that I, like, because me and Dan were looking at each other and we're like, you go first and I go. And like, I think we both thought we were thinking along the same lines. And I was like, I'm going to make this fucking impossible. And he was like, I'm going to make this useless. <laughs> <laughs> That's why reverse rounds are great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So at the end of the, at the end of episode eight, we've got Kirk. I'm still on six. Oh, rough day at the office. Dan, uh, eight. Yeah. Yes, and I'm on ten. First person to hit the one zero this yeah, season. Well so that's a nice sequence. Six, eight, ten. I like that. Let's end it there. <laughs> no. God damn it! So the question is: the question is, what's going to happen next time? Well, I've got a question written down, so I will announce it in the next episode. <laughs> right. Okay, guys. Thank you very much for listening. As always, I've been Thick Jim. I've been Captain Kirk. And I've been Smokey D. And I've been Smokey D. I've been Smokey D. And I've been Captain Kirk. And I've been Captain Kirk. I've been Thick Jim. And I've been losing my mind. <laughs> and I've been really trying. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>